and welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle Riendo. I am the editor-in-chief over here at this little outfit, and I am joined by uh, the fabulous, wonderful, excellent, exciting, and just very good in general uh, Fan Fight wrestling expert slash editor slash section head, LB Hunk Tears. What's up? I just dabbed like five times when you were saying that. Fuck yeah. To get myself that's, pumped. That's what I that's what I like to hear in my mind's eye. <laughs> you see with your mind's eye, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is a very special podcast where I, as the MMA fan, and LB, as the wrestling expert, both bring an event from our, our sort of respective uh, worlds, and we share them. And we just sort of like share in the glory. We, we educate one another about our our respective hobbies, and uh, we talk about it, and we have a good time. We have a really good time, I think. Yeah, we do. Anyway. I have a great time every time we do this. <laughs> I do, too. This is like, you know, so to peek behind the kimono, we uh, record this on, like, a Thursday afternoon for me. It's still morning for LB, and uh, mm-hmm. it goes up Late on morning. Fridays, and it's like a real highlight of my week. It's really Mine enjoyable. Too. Yeah. I love planning for these. I love, like, watching the match. I love watching the fight and yeah. then getting to talk to you. It's super fun. It's really You know, fun. one of my favorite things was this morning we were both watching our respective yeah. things. And I was, like, seeing you updating the notes yeah. while I was updating the notes. I saw so you I was, updating like, the notes. Fun. And it's, like, so cute because we're both like, oh, we're going to have so much fun talking about this. <laughs> it's really good. And the things we're talking yeah. about today are the New Japan Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship from 2014, these Time Splitters versus Red Dragon. It's spelled a really cool way, R-E, and then uh, my cool initials, by the way, actually, D-R, are, oh, yeah. uh, are capitalized, and then A-G-O-N, which is super cool. And then Brock Lesnar versus Randy Couture from 2008, a heavyweight championship fight in the UFC. But first, we'd like to start off with the wrestling section. Uh, so, LB, do you want to tell me about this extremely fun and very good uh, doubles match that you gave me to watch here? Doubles match! Oh my <laughs> gosh, I love that. Wait, is that yeah, not so what it's called? It's a tag team match, but I oh, love it as a doubles match. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so cute that you called it doubles, though, because it is. It's like, it's, it's a doubles match. It's You're right. Du- it's doubles. <laughs> they're, a te- they're double teams. So, yeah. it's episode 11. And I yep. figured I should maybe introduce you to tag team wrestling, which is one of the most important parts of pro wrestling. <laughs> it's very good. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's so tag team. Like I, I realized like they don't really have tag teams in MMA, so I had to like explain what a ta- what tag team wrestling is. In yeah, the, we and, do like, have it no... in some grappling competitions. Oh, weirdly, you do? which is super cool. Um, yeah, some of the uh, <laughs> wild enough. One of the only things that's going on right now, although I don't think these are tag team matches usually, but it. Other times in this promotion, in, in Chael Sonnen's uh, Submission Underground promotion, they do actual tag team matches uh, it, with gra- with live grappling, which is pretty That's cool. So Maybe cool. we'll watch one of those uh, soon. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Do go on. No, it's fine. That's super interesting. Um, for if you are an un- uninitiated wrestling person, tag team wrestling is like singles wrestling. But uh, in that one person can wrestle, like one person from each corner can wrestle at a time. Yeah. But... This time, the opponents are two teams instead of two individuals, and people can tag in and out of the match as they want, as long yeah. as they tag in from their home corner. Oh, cool. Okay, so they do have and to be so, starting from that. Co- okay, that was a question. I yeah. Think, but yeah, nice. That's why uh, you notice in this match, like, there's a... Well, okay, so let's let's get into the match. This was... At Power Struggle in November of 2014, nice. uh, Red Dragon had, which by the way is spelled that way, I believe, because Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish were trying to think of the most, like the douchiest, most pretentious name they could. <laughs> yeah. To because they're heels and they're like they're they're the personas that they're very smug and like kind of too cool like, for school. Yeah. They're just like very, they're just like super, super smug and pleased with themselves. And they like know how talented they are. And they, you know, are just pretentious and awful. It's a fan. It was a fantastic gimmick. Yeah. Um, they did all these little talk shows. Like they, after they, they spoiler alert, they win this match. And uh, this was in November. And d- in December, they did this video where they were like giving each other Christmas presents. And it's this very like saccharine, like, oh, you shouldn't have. We said we weren't getting each other gifts. And it's the and it's the belts that they win from the time. Oh, quarters. my and it's God. Like a, Incredible. It's like so infuriating and so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like their whole thing is they're like 
perfectly honing themselves to be booable <laughs> while they are also incredibly talented and like exciting to watch. Very I good. love them. They're Very one of my good. favorite tag teams ever. Um, they're still a tag team today. They're in WWE now. Uh, they're wonderful. I never get sick of watching them. Uh, they're yeah. in the part of WWE they're in is called NXT, and uh, for a while, every big NXT show would open with a Bobby Fish Kyle O'Reilly tag team match, just because they're so consistent and always so exciting. That it's just like, yeah, it's you're always going to have a good warm up. It's always going to be like a huge explosive way to start a show. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Uh, they had just won a tag team tournament for the junior ta- in the junior tag team division called, uh, you know, Super Junior Tag League. And as a reward for winning the tournament, they get to challenge the junior heavyweight tag team champions, the Time Splitters, which are made up of Kushida. <laughs> who is a who is now also in NXT. He if you watch that, he's the Japanese guy who dresses up as Marty McFly. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. because he loves Back to the Future. <laughs> a Good. lot. Good. Yep. To the point where his Kimura lock finisher is called the hoverboard lock. Ah! Uh he has Good. like a little clock, he has a little watch on his wrist tape that he looks at. He's great. Yeah. He is uh, at this point the ace of the junior heavyweight division. Okay. He's I, for my money, for a while there, the best all-around wrestler in New Japan when he was there. Oh, wow. Um, Not for the entire time he was there, but for like a a solid chunk of his time in the company. In terms of character, in-ring proficiency, just presence. Yeah. I've seen him live a few times, and he just has such, like... I th- I think about it as there's baby faces, mm-hmm. and then there's baby faces who give you the impression that they would help you move. <laughs> and Kushida is like that level yeah. of good to yeah. me. Of just like, yeah, like just seems like a nice guy. Aww. So it's Kushida and his partner, Alex Shelley, who is an American guy, had been has been wrestling for a really long time. A lot of people uh first saw him in TNA Impact. Uh he did the U.S. Indies uh, as a singles wrestler? He was in a ta- he's been in a tag team called the Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, I for like a long that. Also, I like that. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's retired uh, for a while to go back to school to do something, and I can't remember what it is. It was like either an EMT or like a paramedic or oh, like nice. a yeah. um, or like a sports therapist or a physical therapist or something. But okay. something with health he and body. He does bodies. a healthcare thing. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. he does a healthcare thing. Yeah. And he's wrestling again now, and he's just incredibly talented. A- another, like, all-around super talented guy. He's actually a really fun heel when he's been a heel. Like, really funny. But he has this, like, pop-punk boyfriend energy. Yeah, I really like, especially the hair. Especially, Especially the, the hair. hair in this match with it's like this little like bleach blonde undercut and and like he's really cute online and posts all his like he'll like do a I think it's like a weekly band t-shirt thing where he'll like <laughs> post the band t-shirt he's wearing and get all the get all his followers to post them too and I'm like oh I love a wrestler who cares about health and has Husker Du shirts you know <laughs> yes I like that energy a lot <laughs> yeah so they're like super super good guy team and red dragon are the you know shitty douchebag heels who are super talented and they just fucking go they just go at each other for 20 minutes it's it's real good there is a beautiful uh if i if i may with my less educated wrestling eye oh my god beautiful dance like quality to this oh, match. absolutely. And that I loved a lot. And and the way yeah. I sort of thought about it was, um, again, this, maybe this is a little woo-woo, but, like, I almost, like, it was almost like there was, like, a line of energy or, like, an invisible, like, bungee cord between all, you know, between both teammates, like, between both pairs, where there's, yes. like, a constant push-pull. And I thought that was very fun and, like, just sort of showed up in a really, really fun way. I don't think that's woo at all. I think that's like an important aspect of tag team wrestling oh, nice. okay. is like 
you're not just so usually in a in a singles wrestling match you just have the dynamic between the two opponents mm-hmm. um and, and if there's a manager or something then there that adds a different energy but with ta- to, with a tag team you have you know using math however <laughs> many more <laughs> dynamics because <laughs> you have the dynamics between each team yeah and then each op- like all the different opponent combinations and you have combination dynamics of you know if if people are teaming up against somebody it's so the energy like between the initial teammates is equally as important, if not more important, than the energy and chemistry between the opponents. Nice. So maintaining that connection is that like line of energy. You like I I'm, I apologize I couldn't find this with English commentary. It's on the New Japan uh, streaming fine. site, but yeah. only the Japanese commentary. Yeah. But a lot of the time in a tag team match commentary, we'll talk about like. Okay, which tag team has the better connection? You know, mm, okay. so uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida, I believe I was right after this, had a, a great little singles rivalry in uh, in New Japan as, you know, just individual competitors. They have such fantastic chemistry against each other. Um, Kyle O'Reilly being the guy who doesn't have the mustache in Red Dragon. Yes, yes, yeah. gotcha. The stash really he, was very crucial for me in differentiating them. <laughs> the mustache? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, the sh- and Bobby Fish's shitty little top knot. Yeah, um, it's so He's good. so booable. It's, it's fantastic. It's very like you want to slap them. And it's great. Yeah. yeah. Also, Kyle O'Reilly's real name is, I believe, not Kyle O'Reilly. And I <laughs> sometimes kind of wonder, like, when did he debut? Hold on. I need to look this up. Well, yeah, because let's, get I the, have let's get a, the science here. Okay, his name is Kyle Greenwood. He good. debuted in 2005. Okay. Wow. I was, I was calling still in college. it. I was Kyle still in O'Reilly. Jesus. Kyle O'Reilly's name is Kyle O'Reilly because it's the reverse of Rilo Kylie. For I sure. I love no it. No doubt. To the timing is right. It's it's a yeah. Rilo Kylie joke. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. Uh anyways, he's they're so good against each other, but part of what makes Red Drag like what makes the the tag team match different than a singles match Mm. is this like just solid connection between O'Reilly and fish that I do think out like ends up beating out the connection between Kushida and Shelly. Okay. Even though like that's on on both sides, I would say Kushida and Shelly as individual competitors are, have a little bit more of an edge over O'Reilly and fish as individual competitors. Sure. Sure. But because of like the team ask, like the the way Fish and O'Reilly are like on this, like the extent to which they're on the same page, and also like kind of cheat um, <laughs> or bend the rules or play outside the rules, yeah, ends up giving them the leg up so they get the win. And it's again like the way they balance that is so smart to me. Yeah. So they have them doing like just in this beautiful grappling, these great counters, and, and like the wrestling in this is to me unimpeachable yeah um and again i'm not at all an expert in like what good grappling and wrestling looks like but this is like just so beautiful for me to watch yeah i think it looks um, pretty close to the real thing in a lot of points okay. like I, which yeah. is super fun and like that's the the sort of thing of course that's easy for me to latch on to right of like oh shit okay he's doing the kimura trap he's doing the kimura trap he's doing the kimura yeah. trap like which i'm which is a move i'm trying to learn to be honest like it's actually oh, something shit. that like my you know jaime who we had on here before he's sort of uh, mentioned it to me many times like Danielle, I really think you're going to get good at Kimura Trap. So it's like something I'm actively trying to learn right now. So every time I see one, I'm like, oh, I should take notes. Like, <laughs> Danielle. Uh, yeah. Yes. You have a Kushida vibe to me. Do actually. I? Oh, my yeah. God. You're like, you have that like, yeah. I'm in it. I'm here. I'm here to win. Yeah. I'm here to do my best to be a good person. <laughs> but you know what? I will twist the hell out of your arm. Yes, absolutely. That's part for, of the game. For justice. It's part of the game. And I will respect the, the tap yeah. always. I will respect the tap. Respect the shit out of the tap always. Uh, but but yes, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. And Another like, thing, you really you do oh, all yeah. these things that really impress me. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna go into how you're like Kushida. <laughs> like yeah, you do all this ambulance stuff. You teach. <laughs> yeah. I'm like kind of over. I'm like, how do you do all these things? And you're good at all of them. Aww. You know who else does a lot of things and is good at all of them? Kushida. Oh my god, that's oh, like the greatest fellow podcasters, Kushida and Danielle Riendo. 
you're you have Kushida energy. I beat me to So you have to learn the you have to learn the Kimura lock. You have to like I'll do it. Do it uh, for Kushi. I'll try to do it. if I ever get it like in a competition. Like if I if I get it and actually do do a submission from there. Like I will uh, make a special video of it just for you, and I'll be like, look, I did it, LV. I did the thing. <laughs> do it for me and do it for Kushi. Exactly. It'll be beautiful. I I. All right, that's giving me extra motivation. I already wanted to learn it. Now I really want to learn it. Yes. You know? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> there yeah. was another uh, element of this match that is also like a thing I love and I love doing, which is the sort of like back take shootout that happens at like, God, it's like uh, 14, 15 or so into the match, 14, 16 into the match. And there's just like this like, switcheroo, switcheroo, switcheroo kind of thing of mm-hmm. like having a good back take, which is also like, Oh my god! I had I had a, a sequence like that in one of my last matches in competition. That was like I take I took her back, she took my back, I took her back. Like it just kept going like round and round and round <laughs> kind of thing. Oh my god, it's so fun and it's like exciting and it's it's one of those moves that actually reads pretty well. Like takedowns read pretty well, back takes read pretty well. You know, to, to people who aren't like you know always watching grappling and it's just like oh what a fucking move, you know? Like what a cool move. Yeah. And I loved that, that was um. Like part of a really fun sequence, and then uh, I forget uh, who kind of wins it, but then then kind of like almost like has the back, drags to the corner, and gets the kick from the partner, and it's like super fun. It's like you you did it. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly who does who gets that, and I think or is it Bobby? It's it's, Re- it's Red Dragon though who get the who yeah, do the little I, corner kick. I didn't remember who exactly up. did it, but I I, I loved the the back take uh, battle really into good. a kick. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. Like, like the balance, the way they balance, like, really impressive wrestling and, like, the more entertaining aspects and, like, character work is, yeah. like, masterful to me in this. Yeah, um, I it was super, super fun. Like, we, we have so much high flying and then we have, like, really kind of convincing grappling exchanges. And then we have more, like, flips and high flying and, like, just wild, like, energy push and pull kind of stuff going on. It yeah. was really well balanced uh, IMO. I absolutely agree. There's like one of my favorite things in this match is um, Alex Shelley is in there for a long time, just getting, you know, just staying in there, but getting kind of getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, and he and Kushida's like, you know, gotten beat up on the outside. So he's not there to get a tag or if he is there, Alex Shelley can't get to him. And uh, Red Dragon have him like on the on the mat in the in the middle of the ring and Bobby Fish is going up to the top turnbuckle to like do a like a high spot onto Shelly and Shelly does the thing where he rolls out of the way yeah! and like and Fish and O'Reilly are all like ah grumble grumble and they like roll him back to like get him to do it again and then he just like rolls out of the way again and it's like it's a really good comedy spot after like a really nice stretch of like lovely technical wrestling yeah that they it just works in and integrates so seamlessly to me yeah and like the the fin like the the way that that stretch finishes being do you remember this part yeah i do i'm talking about and like o'reilly goes up to the opposite turnbuckle from from fish to be like <laughs> okay no we got you like in the middle and they both go for splashes at yeah. the same time and shelly just like sits up and they both miss it was so cute <laughs> it's just like classic yeah. like slapstick he just like looks up like Oh hey! Like he yeah. looks slightly surprised that he missed them. <laughs> He's just like, oh hey, and then he looks really pleased with himself. I yeah, really, it's I really, really love that. Cute. <laughs> and like, it's a very again like a very Bugs Bunny moment. Yeah. Of which I like, like having a clever like a, a babyface outsmart the heels. Is it like has this perfect Looney Tunes like pleasure yeah. for me? It's it like when it's done right. That is absolutely the right word for this match. Like, it was, like, a pleasure to watch. It was very, like, this is a weird thing, I guess, but I guess I'll try to work my way through this. It's almost like when you're playing a video game and you're doing cool stunts, it feels good, even though you're not physically doing it, right? Like, Like, it feels good to do it. It feels good to watch it. It feels good to, like, there's, like, this secondary, almost, like, secondhand pleasure of flipping around and like doing cool stunts that was totally very palpable in this match for me like very very much so uh in a way that was like just so fun just so 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 fun yeah i i mean i'm i i was really it, it took me a long time i went through a lot of different possibilities to be like what's 
Danielle's first tag team match going to be? <laughs> because I love tag team wrestling. There's so many different ways of doing it. Uh, I actually really love um, tag team wrestling in Mexico, but sure. the rules are different and okay. it's a lot faster okay. because basically you don't, in Lucha rules, you don't have to tag in your partner. Oh, shit. Okay. As long as you're out of the ring, your partner can come in and become legal. And it's because of that, it's a little bit harder to follow, especially okay. for your first tag team match. Um which is like, again, Marty Asami, the referee in this match, isn't exactly like enforcing the rules super strictly. <laughs> you have a lot like of guys doing... in the ring at the same time. I know he uh, is doing a lot for the performance because he's obviously talking and he's obviously like, but like as a ref, he does not appear to be doing much no. refereeing, which is very funny as well. He's just like, this chaos is upon us and I am here. I am here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of New Japan referees kind of have this feeling of like, you remember in high school, there was, like, the teacher who's just fucking over it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure nobody brings out a knife. I'm going to make sure, you know, nobody gets into a fight. Yep. But, like, you could be on your phone. You can be on your, or I guess, your your sidekick, if I'm, you know, from when I was in high school. Yeah. Like, you can look at a magazine. Like, yeah, yeah. you smell like cigarettes. I'm not going to, I don't care. I'm not getting paid enough to care about this. Like, yep. just basically just do your thing. Basically keep it within the rules. New Japan referees kind of have that, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, just do, just basically follow some rules. Yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of dig that. There's like an honesty about it where it's like, well, <laughs> I can't contain these forces of nature. So I'm, yeah. I'm yep. I'm, I'm going to look especially like I'm busy. Because, <laughs> yeah. Especially because like, uh, a, like, I don't know who kind of like made that the thing. But it just it results in very exciting matches. Yeah. Because it's because it's like, well, you know, they're brawling outside the ring, but I'm not going to count them back in because it's exciting to watch them brawl outside the ring. Yeah, almost so, like they're like watching it as if they were an audience member. Just like, oh, this is cool. I wonder <laughs> if they're coming back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like, OK, OK, that's enough, guys. Let's get it back in here. All right, boys, come back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, hey, you know, that's enough. That's enough in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like would love to like read an interview with the New Japan refereeing like like with their ref team uh like they the, like their kind of legendary referee Tiger Hattori just retired um oh, wow. and was also a head was also one of the head bookers uh okay. Booker is like a like the show like uh, like for a TV show like uh, an executive producer showrunner Oh cool cool type yeah. person like nice. they decide you know like head writer. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. So are they doing kind of like matchmaking then in a lot of ways? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the ones who are, you know, deciding like, okay, who's going to win? Like, sure, who's sure. going to lo like lose, 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 then win? Who's going to feud with each other? Like, who's got good chemistry? Yeah, That's they're so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tiger Hattori did that and was a ref. And I would like love to hear his like thought process behind the refereeing style of new japan yeah because i feel like i assume as head as like one of the head bookers and uh or i guess maybe not head head because i guess the head bookers gato but uh who's a heel manager and uh, very yes. funny uh oh, shit. but also okay. like yeah <laughs> but also like he's a heel manager coward who like always books himself to lose and look like an idiot because <laughs> he's behind the scenes controlling every the entire company yeah um but yeah, like, I assume Tiger Hattori had a lot to do with uh, the kind of ref style. I don't know. I just, I like, I find that stuff so interesting and, like, want to know the thought process and the, like, just the ethos behind everything. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, I honestly think it's fascinating because it is a big yeah. part of the performance and it is a big part it of, is. like, managing the flow of energy in the performance, right? There, yeah. That's, like, a very conscious decision, I imagine, to be, like, not attempting to manage the flow very much or to look like that way right like that's yeah. a very conscious part of the performance so yeah it's fucking cool that's really really uh, cool but yeah I, I this so yeah i watched all these different matches and i was like what, what am i gonna show danielle what am i gonna show danielle and then i was like you know what you know who i fucking i love i love red dragon i love time splitters i love this match they had with each other um i think this is they, they had a few matches i think this one's my favorite um I, it's just, yeah, it's like a perfect balance of like what makes really, really, really good tag team wrestling to me. Like it, 
It has all the like, you know, if you're a moves guy, it's got fucking moves galore. If you're a grappling guy, it's, you know, beautiful counters, beautiful submission spots, beautiful like chemistry. But like just the basic, like your basic tag team match formula and like these elements that you have in that you have to have in a tag team match between yeah. the good guys and bad guys of like I don't know there's the uh there's all these points where like she just trying like he's got his hand out in the corner and Alex Shelley's like struggling to get to the corner so yeah, he can tag his I corner but then oh no Bobby Fish is on the outside and he trips Kushida and so Kushida's not in the corner and can't get tagged and Alex Shelley has to st- like that's in every tag team match <laughs> between a good between good guys and bad guys every single one <laughs> you have to have that pretty much like yeah things like that i don't know like in double team moves it's got him i just like can't say enough good things about this match um these are like four of the some of the like some of the best guys who do this work and i'm really glad you enjoyed it and yeah, i'm sorry i, really I definitely it. talked over you so much no <laughs> but yeah i i just absolutely love them no i think it's great and like Sadly, a contrast to a fight that I don't think is either of our favorite fight uh, on the yeah. MMA side. It was which, really interesting to see, though. Yeah, that's kind of why I picked it. So I, I picked something for historical significance more than anything this week. Yeah. Um, I picked the 2008 Brock Lesnar, uh, Randy Couture UFC heavyweight fight. And this was interesting for me. And like, this is um, uh, an approach. I almost approached this like, like we approach our wrestling matches because I. I did not know much about the UFC at the time. Like, I did not watch this live. I watched this for the first time this week. And I've said it before a few times that I've gone back, certainly, and watched some older UFC fights. But I have a huge, huge gap in my knowledge. Like, I've watched the first couple of, like, the real kind of Wild West days. And I've watched a couple of fights from this era, the sort of 2008-2007 kind of era. But... Really just huge, huge, huge blind spots uh, for me uh, in the evolution of the sport. And again, this fight is not, mm, I don't find this fight wildly exciting personally, um, but I do find it interesting from that perspective of like, okay, this is what MMA looked like in 2008. And of course, it's it's important because this is where Brock Lesnar, who is, I think, between pro wrestling, uh, like, phases... At this point, he had already mm-hmm. been a college wrestler. He had already been drafted to the Minnesota Vikings and then got cut. Like, I did he even play any games as a Minnesota Viking? I don't, I don't know. Remember if he did or not. But like, you know, this man is like a freak athlete. Uh, Brock Lesnar, he's also, of course. He's had, a, he's had a big run in pro wrestling. Yes. At this point. I mean, he's been signed to the WWE since for like 20 years now or something. Right. I know there was gaps. In yeah. Between, he had, he like, had some gaps. But yeah, he's been in there for a long time. Long and just like. Time. Yeah. And he's. Uh, and I got to say, he yeah. doesn't always bring it all to work. <laughs> but when sure. he does, he is a fantastic pro wrestler. Gotcha. He is a, a, like a really, really, and like as an actual person, I don't know. I don't, apparently he's kind of an asshole, but sure. like as a pro wrestler, when he tries, he is an exquisite, he, he, he can do incredible work. Yeah. Um, so I just gotta, just gotta say that like, yeah. Yeah, he really can. So I I haven't seen his MMA stuff at all. So I was really curious about like what his vibe is like in there. Yeah. Extremely same. Like this is actually the first Brock Lesnar fight I ever actually watched. Because again, I just never watched during this era. And he also had yeah. some gaps in this. I think he fought from like 2007 to 2000. I want to say he did it for a couple of years, had a gap and then came back for a fight in like a later era, like 2016, back when I was yeah. watching. Uh, that a little is, bit more. That is exactly correct. Okay, okay, good. I, I'm sure at one point while I was prepping this, I looked at the Wikipedia page, but I didn't put it in my notes or anything. So it was like it was like just important to know that like, yes, there were some gaps here as well, but this is during his sort of prime run. And this is where he wins the belt. He wins the championship yeah. belt. Now, one thing I have a question about that is is not necessarily for you, LB, but like a question to the world is if the heavyweight division was heavier? At the time, because now it's 265 is the limit, is the absolute limit. Um, And Joe Rogan keeps saying he's a 285 pound man. So I'm like, did they just lower the weight? I don't even know. Like, this is, again, before I was watching. 
Um, he is very visibly much bigger than Randy Couture, who also yeah, was a huge. very interesting guy, an interesting athlete, and an actor now. So he also performs. So there's there is a vibe of pro wrestling energy to the two guys, if not the fight itself. Like these are two mm-hmm. larger than life kind of guys, right? Big men, oh, yeah. big muscles, big personalities. Uh, you know, what they're doing in the actual octagon uh is is it's a good fight. I don't think it's like a crappy fight or anything. I just am uh, just personally less attuned to the heavyweights. I think I put it in my notes here, but like, I sure love me some Daniel Cormier. He is like a genius God-level wrestler and also like such a funny dude and such a cool guy. Like he does all this commentary. Uh, he does a lot of, he actually does a lot of like really cool work in his community, teaching, uh, sorry, and coaching wrestling in his like local high school. He's He was a Aww. heavyweight champ for a long time. He he sort of just lost last year uh, to Stipe Miocic, who himself, an interesting guy. I like watching him as well. He is a, an active firefighter. He is like a genuine. That's so cool. You know, he also does cool things. So like these are like the people I'm interested in in the heavyweight division. And Francis Ngannou, who lifted Shaq recently. That uh, owns. If famously, you lift Shaq. That is very cool. Exactly. I'll send you that video, actually, because it's extremely funny. Uh, Like, it's just very good. He just lifts Shaq up. And I know I I actually talked about this on on Sports Middle this week, too. But I was just, like, so delighted by this uh, because he just picks him up. And Shaq has never been picked up before. And Shaq is, like, a tiny cat who is very nervous about being picked up. Uh, and he's like, no, I've never, I've never been picked up, and it's so cute, it's so funny. Um, God, I mean, as somebody who does not get picked up, yeah, he's not, he's not a pickup kind of guy. As somebody who is a very heavy person who no one ever picks up, I would be very startled if someone picks me up. <laughs> and I am only five foot five and not eight foot a million, like. Sh- <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. Sorry, I just need you to see this video because it's like the cutest thing I've ever seen with okay. two giant men. You know, like yes, 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 yes. Uh, the cutest giant man thing. Sorry, I know this is audio poison. Everybody, I promise it'll be fun once LB can see this. Here it is. Here's the tweet. Mm-hmm. I got this tweet. I got this tweet. Okay. I got this tweet right here. No, don't autoplay. Give me the tweet. Tweet. Sorry, I'm. I'm. Uh, no, this is good. I'm, I'm not, excited. I'm not the smartest. You're like wetting my appetite. Here we go. I, you know, that's all what it is. For the Shaq lift. Shaq does a whole thing about like, you've got no body fat. Jeez. And then Francis just picks him up with a single leg. He's just picking him up. And Shaq is like, oh my God, he's so adorable. Oh, it's the cutest thing. Here's the tweet. Oh, I love this. And Francis is a very <sighs> large man. He's a very big man. He's a, he's well, a heavyweight yeah, I mean, he's... in the UFC. He just looks like a, a, you know, like a normal guy next to Shaq. <laughs> but yeah. Picks him up, and Shaq's like, oh, good luck on your next fight. And then he talks to the camera like, oh, I, uh, I've never been picked up before. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, really so good. Cute. It's like, yeah, that's the first time I've ever been picked up. Oh, that's man. Happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's incredible. Yeah, it makes That is really the level happy. of strength that rules. Yeah, it's really good. Frankly. So it's like, yeah, so I love Francis Ngannou, uh, Daniel Cormier, Stevie Miocic. Those are those are good uh, heavyweight uh, fighters that I find interesting. But just as a as a, a note, I get much more excited to watch smaller fighters. I just yeah. I love technique. I love watching technique. I love uh, you know, I, I obviously am. I, I watch a lot of the women's MMA and there are no, sadly, I actually think this sucks. There should be uh, larger women's categories as well. There absolutely should. But yeah. there are none. The UFC has a 115, 125, 135, and 145 category for women. Um, so very small. So very, very small people. And, uh, you know, Bellator has a 155. A couple of other promotions have a 155, I believe, for women. But that's still small. Like, I would love to see a 175 uh, for women, for example. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there in, in terms of this. Uh, but I also love watching the smaller guys. I love watching the flyweight and bantamweight men. I love watching the yeah. lightweight men. Like that's more interesting to me generally, because I think what a lot of people look for in a big heavyweight fight is power. Like they're just entranced by two massive human beings, you know, who are able to move quickly and able to do damage to one another. 
Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I get that as a pro wrestling fan. Sure, like, sure. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, we when we watched uh, Samoa Joe, Necro Butcher, like, yes. watching Samoa Joe yeah. being a big guy, moving fast and diving, uh, my friend uh, Ryan, they, they compared Samoa Joe's dives to watching a fridge fly off the back of a truck on the highway. <laughs> like, Just so much power, right? Yeah, like, there's a lot of power. And, like, I love a good Haas fight. Sure. Uh, I love seeing like two big dudes go out in pro wrestling because it's there's, you know, performance and there's art there that they're doing. Watching it in a real fight is very challenging for me because sure. it, there's there isn't that element of like showmanship is absent. Right. Even with these other. two, even with Couture and Lesnar, who have, you know, I mean, let's. Randy Couture had just come off of filming Scorpion 2 Rise of a Warrior. Yep. Um, when, He's got you know, that. This... He has charisma. He has stage presence. Like, absolutely. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, they, like, they, they, these guys have personality. It's just, like, watching people punch each other is not interesting to me, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and, like, that's what was really challenging to me about this fight. Sure. More than sure. anything. Yeah, it's um I love I like the grappling here. I think Yeah, the both- grappling is like is yeah. good. Uh sorry. Oh go no, no. On. I I was just going to say they both have a background in wrestling. Like they're both yeah. very good wrestlers. Uh Brock was a uh college division 1 wrestler, very very high level and uh Randy Couture was an Olympic alternate in Greco-Roman wrestling. Like he is Shit. a no joke wrestler so they do some great grappling exchanges here uh i don't think it's a bad fight again i i feel like i have to keep saying this this is kind of just not a fight for me uh right. personally and, and and maybe not a fight for you personally as well uh but there is it's not like sloppy it's not crappy like it's a good fight with high level wrestlers uh it's just maybe more interesting to me as a historical document than as a fight yeah. to watch personally i i would agree with that so yeah, it's it's a it, good fight, an interesting fight. Uh, not a fight for me necessarily, but that doesn't make it bad. And it sure has an ending. Oh boy, it, it has. Oh my god, Woo! so abrupt. Yeah, it kind of all happens at once, which does happen a lot in the heavyweight uh, division that I've seen anyway. Again, I don't like go out of my way to watch heavyweight fights. I will watch yeah. entire UFC cards because that's that's kind of what I do when I'm running these days. Like I, sure. I mostly will sense. put on like a card uh, and and go for a run. And if I get very bored during a fight i might i might skip ahead uh that doesn't happen that often because i usually find something to enjoy while i'm running you know like there's usually like fights are rarely boring for me unless it's like really just a dud or really not for me in some other way right i i just i like watching people fight it's fun for me right that's why i'm here that's you know that's why i have this side of the podcast right it's fine um but yeah it's a pretty brutal ending uh brock uh just just fucking uh kind of brutalizes randy couture who is oh yeah a lot smaller and again this is within the rules he didn't do anything wrong he doesn't do anything shady or shitty uh but it does end with some brutal ground and pound uh which i do think in general uh that they stop fights a little faster a little quicker these days which i also prefer like once it's over it's over nobody needs to take any unnecessary damage this yeah this is not pro wrestling you're not furthering story nobody's pulling those punches yeah yeah this is just unpleasant and it's over so you've won so don't don't punch them and no you won once you're in that dominant of a position i have seen people come back from things like that uh so they do give like a little bit of time like okay if you're if you're still defending yourself you have a few seconds usually, but uh, yeah, I, I again, I, I don't watch enough 2008 UFC to know was this a late stoppage for the era or am I just somebody who is much more used to very modern MMA where you really notice if something looks like a late stoppage and yeah. you really attuned to that because people will talk about it. They'll be like, oh my God, I really think that was like a couple seconds too late. Like people will chat about that now, um, which I appreciate because I... I I do think uh, it's better to err on the side of caution, and uh, that's just uh, safety, <laughs> right? Like, that's just yeah. safety. I'm Especially with a guy this safety. big. Uh, when he's yeah, that big, really he's big. got muscles on muscles on muscles. That dude has, he has traps instead of a neck. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. you know. He's a big old ham. He's a big, big man. Big man. Lots yeah. of muscle. Lots of muscle on muscle. He's yeah. not even that tall. He's tall, but he's not like that tall for a heavyweight he is just that muscular so yeah, yeah. a lot going um, on there 
And like, I know he got kicked out of UFC for failing a drug test, but and I was. Yeah, what when uh, did that happen? I, I am that familiar a bit with that. Recently, that happened when he went back in 2016. Okay, that's the more um, the more uh, they do uh, they do have almost to a uh, possibly, and this is a very controversial uh, thing, but they drug test so aggressively now that it is actually been something that some athletes have said, like, please don't wake me up at 6 a.m. a hundred times for a piss test, like. I am a clean athlete and you are now disrupting my yeah. sleep and disrupting my training. So, which is a fair thing. And there's also like very few things an athlete can do if they have been uh, like, like a wrongful uh, PED thing. Jessica Penne is a really awesome fighter, strawweight, who has gotten in. It basically ruined her entire career because she had no Damn. process for uh, appealing it really. Like it was just like, she's yeah. not, if you're not a superstar, you're not making that much money and to hire a lawyer and do all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, she has a pretty yeah. compelling story for like, okay, absolutely drug test. Absolutely, you want it to be a clean sport, but you do also need to have procedures in place for, hey, there was a mix-up. There was an accident. Right. You know what I mean? So anyway. So I mean, yeah. I actually, I mean, I'm Brock Lesnar, like, in his WWE associations, like, uh, I do not think this was one of those cases. I'm like... That sure. is not my. Like, I, I <laughs> not do not think he gets here. tested by WWE. He uh, that is a company that loves its performance enhancing drugs. Uh, sure, a lot. <laughs> um, and actually, there's like an interesting story that a former uh, current pro wrestler, former MMA fighter Matt Riddle, uh, he he talked about some of the stuff in an interview. He got kicked out of UFC for testing positive for weed. Sure. Um, yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. And like he was talking about actually that like the or at least when he was in UFC, like the levels of testosterone they allowed that were like allowed in a fighter system. Sure. Were like off the charts. Oh, so yeah. like they did allow like a certain amount of performance enhancing drugs, you know, it, it probably as long as your testosterone levels didn't get too high. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like then like the hypocrisy of that, but like not allowing any weed which doesn't help you at all <laughs> it really doesn't <laughs> and is like such a and is like an effective pain management system and like especially it really helps in, a lot of folks yeah yeah especially in you know combat sports where yeah. i know and not even especially in combat sports especially in uh, america now where any, any addiction to painkillers yeah. yeah. is such a serious issue yes and i mean in pro wrestling addiction painkiller addiction is incredibly common yeah um and like a really big deal and yeah like kurt uh kurt angle who we we watched like he struggled with painkiller addiction yeah um it's like it's very serious and very bad and like yeah uh i think they should let mma fighters and wrestlers do as much weed as they want oh i agree oh my god (laughs) yeah who who is it like all athletes should be able to smoke weed i think yeah it's just so fucking stupid like I just get mad about that because, yeah, like, let people do the safe thing that ain't gonna, like, the only thing in the universe I could imagine is, like, don't fight while high. Like, that's the only thing. Like, don't don't be actively high. Uh, (laughs) But, like, other than that, like, please, like, CBD, uh, which is not weed, uh, but, like, the, the... one of the ingredients, of course, uh, in in real weed is is CBD, and like athletes are basically ingesting so much of that that like, <laughs> like it's like yeah. maybe they could even get high from how much they're taking, you know, the like <laughs> of CBD, and that's like everybody is sponsored by a CBD uh, company now, and it's yeah. just like just like let in, it be an MMA. Weed. Oh my god, like CBD distillery, CBD MD, CBD. I like I am looking. I am looking to my right at my desk where I have four different bottles of different CBD products. So do you find CBD stuff helpful even if there's no THC in it? Yes, I I do. Uh, It's really good for relaxation and some minor pain relief just for like aches and pains you have just from training a lot kind of thing. Um, Yeah, I I love it, but it's it's not as much, obviously, as as good weed. You know the the good plant, the kind plant that that everyone knows and loves. Like 
that's obviously the the real shit, the real deal for for great pain relief and appetite yeah. and all the other things that it does. Uh, topical as a relief, very good actually. There's Incredible. some really good topical. Uh, there's a a great topical. It's a combination of um, like a topical cannabis thing and yeah. a uh, uh, arnica cream. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's excellent for like achy joints. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, like carpal tunnel, like uh, topical weed stuff's been great for my carpal tunnel and my like tendonitis and stuff. Oh, Big hell fan. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah. I rub CBD uh, uh, stuff all over my, my bad wrist all the time, which is fun. Oh my God. But I'm sure like actually, so weed's not legal here, which is the stupidest thing in the universe um, in New York. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not, or it's not, sorry, I don't, there are many machinations of uh, legality versus non-criminalization versus uh, available for retail, available for adult use. It is not available for retail here. Uh, so it's not like a readily available, easy to get thing that you could just buy online or like go to a store and buy, which right. sucks ass. So I do a lot of CBD stuff at this point. Um, but yeah, it's 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 great. And everybody should be allowed to use it at, for like much safer pain relief than yeah. basically anything else you can possibly take. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we got on this topic. Matt Riddle, I guess. Yeah. Matt Riddle was right. Matt Riddle really wants to retire Brock Lesnar. I mean. From pro wrestling. That's like his dream. He's in WWE now. He he's he's fun. We'll watch him at some point. He's like a a great vibed individual. Oh, I love. Uh, that. Yeah. God, I love that vibe. Love yeah, vibe. and I also I've never seen any of his MMA stuff. Um, but I was at a I was in line for a wrestling show locally back when he was uh, still wrestling on the indies, and he was on the card, and I'm hanging out in line talking to whoever's around, and somebody yeah. said like back when Matt Riddle was in UFC. Uh, He'd like gone. This guy had gone to Vegas with some friends to like go to the fight, and uh, they ran into Matt Riddle at a bar afterwards and like sent him over a drink. And uh, Matt Riddle like went over to their table, bought them all drinks, and then hung out with them for the rest of the night <laughs> just because he's like a cool guy and like hanging out. That's awesome. That's extremely like. good. All right, I love it's that. It's very cute. What a good okay, vibe. but this is. Yeah. But we did not watch a Matt Riddle fight. We watched Brock Lesnar and Randy Couture, which, yeah. okay. Like, the, I would actually really like to see more of Randy Couture. Sure. Yeah. Like, we can do that. some of his, I like, I like the way he carries himself. Um, and, like, I feel my thing with punching is, like, I know there's a technique there. Oh, I yeah. just, like, can't connect to it because I'm using, I'm relying on so much of my pro wrestling stuff and, like, my love of grapple fuck, uh, <laughs> which is the, I don't know, like, smarky way of talking about, like, grappling-focused pro wrestling style. Sure, sure. Um, which I love. I, I, you may notice, you may know this, yeah. listeners and Danielle, you may have figured this out. I love grappling-style pro wrestling. I love grappling in MMA. Yeah, That's, like, what I'm relying on a lot when we're watching these fights. For sure. So, since this had so much less of that and so much more just, like, fightiness, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's yeah, so no, I, hard to do a worked punch in pro wrestling <laughs> yeah it, they look like so much of the time they look so bad and sure. like if somebody it does them and it does them well like you can't do a whole match that way right so i have like very little like punching experience to like lean back on and be like okay i know the principles of punching right i know i have a sense of like what this technique and strategy is i have no fucking idea <laughs> So yeah, I, I, there, there's like a, there's definitely this is going to be like my biggest challenge is like sure. learning about punching. Sure. <laughs> no, I, I feel that's like fair. it's opposite of most people. No, it's when it's they completely get into fair. I prefer grappling. I mean, you know what, okay. what side I'm on, but I did start with boxing. I started. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, I started my combat sports life uh, with boxing, uh, and I miss it like nothing else. Actually, uh, I sure miss. And can you not do it because of the wrist? It yeah, it's my wrist. Uh, Fuck. Got a bad wrist. Keeps me from punching things. <laughs> Maybe I need to, like, study up on my boxing. Yeah, and then boxing I can learn about punching. Great. Uh, I would absolutely. Maybe someday we'll watch a boxing match. That might be fun. I mean, or we could like, just do more MMA that's more punchy. Yeah, we can absolutely do that. We can do a fight that's much more punchy uh, at some point. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still with you. I prefer grappling. I think grappling is the coolest fucking thing in the universe. So, so you know, awesome. No arguments for me. <laughs> Uh, that's what I love. That's what gets me uh, excited during the day 
when I think about training later, I'm like, grapple, 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 grapple. That's what I do when I wake up. I don't know if you know this about me, but I wake up and I, I pet my my uh, adorable animals that may be sleeping uh, in the bed with me. And I go, grapple, 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 <laughs> grapple, grapple. <laughs> I don't, but I might as well because I do get that excited about it. Um, but yeah, I don't have much else to say about this fight because, again, much more of a historical document than a wildly exciting thing for me to watch um, and and same same I think uh, we'll we'll watch something a little more exciting for us I think next week but I did I did think it was uh, appropriate to at least dip yeah, back and into it's that free time. right now on uh, yeah it's free on YouTube on, on uh, UFC's YouTube they've been putting some fights up which is nice and and cool and absolutely worth doing to get a little peek at that at that time at that era yeah good shit LB is there anything else you wanted to uh, to touch on this week. Uh, honestly, like, I'm really enjoying doing this, partially because I'm having such a hard time with wrestling right now. I'm so mad that wrestling sure. companies are, like, I just want to say, AEW is about to go back to doing live tapings. WWE is continuing to tape. I don't know why they won't fucking stop. Yeah. It's making me crazy, and it's making me hate wrestling. So, yeah. getting a chance to watch old stuff where, especially old stuff from a company like New Japan, where they aren't doing shows, is very nice. It's a nice break. Yeah. But I'm pissed, and that's what I have to say: is that I'm mad and I'm sad. No, I'm and I'm, I'm sorry to be a bummer. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Fucking like I don't, I don't. And Dana White trying to get UFC to keep going again. Like, what are we? How do we do this? What do we? How do we stop these guys? How do we God, tell them I to stop? Know. Their egos are have, bigger than the actual planet, which is not the most <laughs> helpful thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's wild. Chael Sonnen's submission underground thing keeps going and they keep saying they're working with everybody to do regulations and blah 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 and they're i'm i'm hmm, there's no way to be safe right now (laughs) no like at all like i know that they are doing a lot of things to make it safer but there's no way to be safe right now and like it's it's very hard it's very very hard to kind of deal with this it's yeah I, i i'm with you I, I I'm just upset. I mean, you're like, an, I, you're an actual essential. People. You're yeah, an actual essential person. Yeah, exactly. Like you drive ambulance. You do ambulance things. Yeah. Yes. I mean that is that's true. I uh, I I'm doing that right now. Um, but I'm going out in a fucking hazmat suit and yeah. a, and a and face like shield and a respirator. <laughs> you know, and not you're not going out to grapple. No, I'm not. I, I'm only lucky that my. My romantic partner is my training partner, and that's why I'm yeah. able to do that. That's okay to do, but like uh, otherwise, yeah, it, it's it's a sacrifice everybody's making right now. Like I, I just want to recognize that I'm lucky in that my romantic partner is my training partner. Most people don't have that right now. So, Happy like, birthday, Vicky! Yeah, it was Vicky's birthday yesterday. We did three birthday rolls, which was very fun, and we had birthday pizza. Oh, oh yum! It was really good. What, what kind of pizza? Uh, so their favorite, which is extra cheese and mixed olives, green and black olives. Nice. So, but like classic, like classically like New York, like yeah, Flat Friday. It's actually okay. weird. Um, it's okay. So it's Archie's Pizza in Brooklyn, uh, okay. which is my favorite pizza in Brooklyn, and it and it kind of reminds me of home. So I don't know if there's a specific style. I think they say Greek style, which I, okay. I don't know. Uh, it's like it's a pie that is round, but it has uh, like pieces on the inside that are square but it, mm. the pie itself is round but with square-ish to square with rounded corners pieces super thick really delicious dough insanely delicious red sauce you know a marinara sauce uh, and then yeah. you know thick 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 ass mozzarella uh with topping so very very yummy uh my preferred style personally um just reminds me of home reminds me of rhode island for some reason so yeah oh I don't have pizza that often um, for, you know, just training reasons. But, like, when I have pizza, whew, it is a good time and I enjoy it. <laughs> so, yeah. Really good shit. We might have some cake today. We'll see what happens. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, that's what we have for this week, I think. Sorry, I got real wistful thinking about pizza. I know. <laughs> Hey, it's a tree. It's a beautiful tree. It's a favorite tree. It know? is. Like, if you're, if listeners, if you're not having treats right now, you should be having treats. You gotta have some treats. And whatever that I means for you. I implore you to get those. You know, like, yeah. a treat for one person might sound gross to another person, but if that's a treat for you, like, God bless. You know what I'm you saying? You deserve treats. 
We you all deserve, deserve a treat, my friend. I've been going to my local kosher bakery every Sunday, oh, nice. getting treats. <gasps> and, what do you get? Uh, uh, okay, so this week, so my partner is an like a sugar fiend, like oh, super sweet yeah. tooth. Oh yeah. So we go all out and mm-hmm. get cherry Danish, chocolate chip Danish, oh. black and white cookies. Oh. And uh, and we also get like bread for the week, sure, and like Kaiser roll, like a couple Kaiser rolls, and uh, yeah, he also got some blueberry muffins, which I did not try this week, but because I opted for the black and white, sure, sure, which is sounds delicious, basically a cake, but you know what? It's so good. So that's my treat. Hell yeah, listeners, let us know what what your treat is. (laughs) Yeah, tell us what your treat is. Yeah. Yeah. We deserve treats. Enjoy your treats, friends, because you all deserve a, a treat now and then, you know? It's good for put your, you to have a little you know, Put your mask on. Yeah. Be safe about it. Be, Be safe. safe. Yeah. Support your local businesses that are still, yes. your, your local treat businesses. <laughs> your local treatery, you know? Yeah. Support <laughs> your local treatery. Yeah. Buy gift cards to your local treateries because our, our local treateries are the treasures that keep Absolutely. this country livable honestly i completely agree completely agree with that yeah and thank you essential businesses for uh for being out there and making it work for us thank you thank you i gotta say my bakery uh big shout out to continental bakery in valley village california uh they have a big sign you can't come in if you don't have a mask on three people at a time they've got the x's on the floor Oh, that's great. You know, great. all, that all helps planned out so you that don't have to, yeah, yeah, so they, you know, you don't have to sign your receipts anymore. Like, Good. they're really yeah. doing, they're being super careful. It looks like they're, like, the, from what I can see, the their employees are, like, doing a decent, like, a pretty good job of maintaining social distancing from each other. Like, it's good. That's I love them and their cookies and treats. And I'm, I'm glad that they are still Hopefully going to be able to stay open after all this. Yeah. Because I, I worry. <laughs> I know. I hope so, too. Um, it's, yeah. I just, I just want everybody to be okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like my deepest need in life is for other people to be okay. Me, that's too. Real, that's why that's I get so thing. mad. That's, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. my, that's why I'm mad. Like, yeah. I am not very good at convincing people of things because I get overly passionate and I yell and I scold. Same. and like. Um, and big respect to people who are like good at it. I'm not good at it, but it's just because I want everyone to be okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, and it's just so, it's, it's so hard sometimes. There are things in EMS and there are things just in life that I'm always just like, I just want you to be okay. I just yeah. want you to be okay. Like, and I have That's to not, the message this week. Like, cry at people and be like, I just want you to be okay. <laughs> that's, that's the message this week. That is the message. Emulate Kushida. Just wants you but, to be okay. And then just, we want you to be okay. And get treats. Yeah. I want you to be okay and have a nice treat for being, for being good. You know, for yeah. doing the right thing. For being safe. You know what I mean? Like, that's good shit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to say our, our, our little outro text. And then I think we should do a treat sound effect in, in a minute. Like, don't you think oh, that'd be Oh, that's a really nice? good one. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So I'll just read our little outro and then we'll, then we'll do some treat time. So, Thank you, everybody, so, so much. That's all we have for you this week, and we do hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Uh, please do be sure to rate and review our podcast and listen to everything that we do at fanbite.com slash podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media and at Fanfyte, F-A-N-F-Y-T-E. Instagram, Fanbyte, TikTok on at Fanbyte, and, of course, on Fanbyte.com. And please do watch our cool streams on twitch.tv slash Fanbyte. And please do check out all our excellent wrestling coverage that LB uh, puts together for us at fanbite.com slash wrestling. LB, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Hunk Tears. And you know what? I'm going to yeah. be honest. I am not sure what to do with FanFight right now with, yeah? the, uh, with, this, with the site section. I'm, gonna th- I'm thinking about it. I am going to talk to Danielle about it. Yeah. If you have any ideas from what you would like to see us do in this time where the only wrestling that's being put on should not be being put on, right. what would you like us to cover? If, is there anything you'd like us to look back and talk about? Let me know. Yeah. Send those, My DMs send those are to open fanfight. on Twitter. Yeah. Let me know. What would you like to see the site do? Because I am... I have ideas, but yeah. I want to hear your ideas also. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter though at Hunk Tears, like a hunk who's crying. If you just want to see what fan what the the articles fanfight is putting out without hearing my thoughts on, uh, I don't know whatever gross sex thing I'm joking about. <laughs> uh, you can just follow fanfight f a n f y t e on this very feed. On this very, very podcast feed uh, is the other Fanfight podcast, Fanfight VCR, that I do with Colette Arend, where we watch old wrestling tapes and talk about them. Uh, We are two episodes in. It comes out every other week. Please check it out. It is so fun to make. And yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm really enjoying it. it. Even even with my limited knowledge, uh, I am I'm definitely enjoying that podcast. You you two have just a wonderful podcast chemistry, and you know so much, and it's super fun to listen to. Well, it is very helpful that she knows everything. One <laughs> yeah. and two that we text all the time. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. that's so good. Oh, she texted me a very good uh, Atsushi Onida tweet today. Who we actually we talked about in the most recent fanfight VCR. <gasps> that he planted a tree and then said, uh, maybe I'll never live to see this tree bloom. <laughs> Just like very, yeah. That's life. That's life, you know? Oh. Especially when you're a deathmatch wrestler. Yeah. Yes. That's life on the edge, you know? Life on the edge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, extremely good. Uh, LB, let's take us out with a, a delicious treat sound effect. How does, how does that sound? Okay, yeah. All right, all right, three. Two, one. Mm. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Mm, wow, this is oh. a good treat. Oh. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I don't even know what treat I was crunching into. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> bye, okay, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.